How are we doing, everyone? Welcome to episode three of The Last Round. We've had two fantastic guests already in Ben Jones and Jamie Cox. So thank you both of them already for a fantastic show. And tonight proves to be a really good one. We've got a fantastic guest in Peter Fury, and I'm really looking forward to having a chat with him. It's an absolute honour for me. So any minute now, Pete is going to be joining us and we're going to talk about everything from early life to boxing maybe even a bit about music as well because i saw a very interesting clip on his socials earlier and they had a uh, had a nice bit of music that i'm very familiar with in the background so i'm going to be bringing that one up so any minute now we will be joined by the great man himself and i am very looking forward to it here he is now so ladies and gentlemen this is episode three of the last round and this is the great Peter Fury. Hello, mate. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? I'm very well, my friend. Firstly, thank you for taking time out to join us this evening. I appreciate that. It's very kind. You're welcome. No problem. Anytime. So... Do you know what, mate? It's been a weird couple of years, hasn't it, for everyone? So how's lockdown and this whole situation been for you, mate? I've just been busy, to tell you the truth. I've got a lot to do, so I've not really... To say it's, uh, it's had some effect. Uh, now that things are open and you can go to restaurants, sit down, communicate with people, it's a lot better. That's the only thing I found uh, very strange about it all. But as far as being busy and working and stuff, it's been, it's been flat out for me. But like I said... That's the only thing uh, that I didn't like, you know, because I uh, couldn't communicate with people, you know, bars, restaurants, shut and stuff like that. So that was, that was it, really. Apart from that, it was fine. Good. Glad to hear it. So uh, like I do with most of the guests, if you don't mind, we're going to start at the very beginning. So what was yeah. life like as a young Peter Fury growing up, mate? Oh, what can I say? Uh, I don't know, really. Just uh, close family. Nothing special, really. Well, I don't know what to say about it. Just a young kid growing up, good mother and father. That good. was it. Close family ties. And um, what in one or two little skirmishes as a young kid, like all, all naughty boys do, I suppose. But that's it, really. We travelled around. We come from travelling backgrounds, as you know. Yeah. Um, and had a good childhood, really. Very good. Good. So what made you go down the route of boxing, mate? Let's start there. What made you, when did you first discover your love for boxing? I've, been, I've loved boxing since being uh, four or five years of age, you know, because uh, obviously we idolised my father and my father loved boxing and all of his family was boxers. So he used to tell us all the stories and stuff and, you know, we'd be transfixed on it. You know, I remember being uh, with my brothers, you know, in a field, you know, punching a bag or something like that. I, I can always, even as a young kid, you know, growing up, as far as I can remember, I can always remember having the mitts on or doing stuff, stuff with my brothers or my dad, you know. So it's, uh, it's, it's been a, a lifetime thing, really. I've always been involved. Good. Somewhere along the line, I've always been involved in uh, boxing of some sort. And as I say to the last guests we've had, we've had some fantastic ones, two fantastic boxers in Ben Jones and Jamie Cox. And the, the training, the boxing training, there, there really is nothing else like it, is there? It is absolutely, you, you either give everything in the ring 
or you just don't don't compete at all, do you? No, it's a hard sport, this, and you've got to be well prepared. You, you've got to be prepared for the uh, the unexpected, because in in boxing, that's always you get caught off guard, you get caught, you know, just sleeping a little bit, and it's over. You know, you've got to be you've got to be switched on, but you've got to stay switched on, and you know, it's not just about the boxing. The training's hard. You know, you've got to focus through them rounds, you know. That's why you say championship rounds, you know, because exactly. fights, fights are won and lost by uh, just losing that mental focus and determination. You've got to be, got to be as determined in the, in the later rounds as what you are early on. So there's a lot, in, there's a, a lot involved in it. Uh, but it is. To be, to be a world-class fighter, you've got to be totally dedicated and do it properly. And of course, it isn't just something you can just dip in and out of like a football training, you know, like a football team or something, because you really do have to dedicate everything from your lifestyle to your fitness plan. Everything has to be revolving around boxing. It's something you can't, like we all say, you don't play boxing, do you? Because you do that, you're going to end up getting hurt. Yeah, you've got to be very, uh, you've got to be on the ball with everything. You've got to be, listen, it takes a fit man to go 12 rounds. And there is no, there is no naturally fit man to do twelve rounds. You know, you got to train hard. You know, forget whatever anybody may tell you. You got to train very, very hard, and work hard, and be super fit. You know, be a super athlete to be able to do twelve rounds, and taking punches and giving and taking punches as well. Talking about training, you've trained with some incredible fighters. Uh, have you got a memory of when you were in the corner of the ring watching a fight, and a memory that stands out for you? That's quite a good question, actually. I've not really uh, thought about it. Um, one of them that stands out for me is when uh, Savannah boxed, um, uh, when she won the world title. Uh, yeah. Bad with names. But um, I, was at, I was in the corner and there was no crowds then. It was in the COVID times, yeah? And there wasn't allowed any crowds at the thing. Kind of ranking. And um, I seen this jab go and she hit her with a jab. And I heard it outside the ring and I thought, this fight's going one way. You know, and the referee came over and he said, you know, that, that injury was done with a punch. You know, and it, was, it was a jab, but it was, it was a hammer, you know. So just to hear that, to hear that go in with such a solid jab like that, you know, that sticks out in your mind. Because I knew then it was a, a very much downward slope for the other girl, you know. So just, uh, I suppose that... Um, Obviously, there's, there's been big highlights, you know, Dusseldorf, uh, that was a special moment, you know, that was unbelievable. And um, what else is there? And my son, when he won the, when he won the world championships in the, in the amateurs, you know, he won, he won the gold medal in uh, Armenia, in the, uh, the junior world championships. And that was, a, that was a special moment for me as well. You know, so, um, and obviously... You know, and Savannah winning the world title as well. So all all that type of things, really. They they they're the main things that stand out. Thank you. And you just touched on about your son there, Huey. You must be really proud to see him go into the sport that you love, and and what a fighter he's become too. He's a good fighter. You know, he's a, a lot of the public. You know, they, they tend to underrate him because he's had a few losses. But uh, you know, I'm quite happy. You know. This old man with grey hair and a grey beard, I think I know me boxing and uh, he's coming <laughs> on quite well and, uh, you know, 
the titles are looming for you. It's a matter of time for him. He'll get he, 100%. He'll get there. He's focused. He's very committed. And, you know, the improvements are coming all the time now. Now he's, he's getting older. He's getting wiser. You know, so it's all about growing into it. So he's, uh, no, very pleased with everything. Good, good. And I wish him all the best. Um, there was a clip I, I saw earlier on your Instagram um, of the fighters uh, training in the gym. And in the background, there was a little bit of Liam Gallagher going on, right? And I had a big little smile on my face. Tell me that was your playlist. No, that's you, he's actually. He's, uh, I love him even more now, mate. Yeah, he, uh, he's got some good tunes, but it's very funny because the music he likes, I like it, so... He plays all the right songs so I can't listen to him <laughs> because I can't, I don't know what it is, but if it's like, um, I don't know, I can't go in the gym and listen to like gangster music or, you know, stuff like that. I just can't listen to that. It's not my thing. So I can't listen to it. I've got to tell him to turn it off. So if there's something <laughs> like that playing and I can't listen to it, it's affecting me, me thought process so I can't do it. So if it's playing and I don't say anything, then it's good. So I like it. So no, he puts... Uh, he puts some good songs on, so it's uh, perfect. It's a mixture of all sorts. Good. No, yeah, I, I really did enjoy that. I thought, yes, we can talk a little bit about music now because that's one of my biggest loves. <laughs> I tried to get into a bit of boxing, but uh, it, like, I think everyone's tried it. And I mean, I gave it my best shot, but um, uh, it was the fitness that killed me. And I mean, as you being a trainer, and I'm sure there's a lot of people watching now, for someone who who would want to do boxing, but maybe hasn't got the confidence to get into a ring or maybe even hasn't got the confidence to go into a, a gym and train, what uh, words of wisdom or inspiration would you say to them? I would say it's like anything, you know, nobody goes in the deep end, do they? You know, it's, you know, if somebody wants to feel like what being punched in the face is like, they don't know and they're nervous about it, then they should be nervous about it because it's pain, isn't it? So if you don't, it's not about, you, know, you can't look at professional fighters and think, I can just do that and get off your couch and think you're going to do that because you can't. So it's all about, it's all about practice, getting used to taking the punches, you know. Sometimes when you get beginners, you know, spar them to the body. You know, let them get used to the feel of it, you know. And uh, then after however long it takes for them to get used to it, then start going to the head, but light, you know. It's good for um, it's good for beginners to spar with like uh, professional people, really. You know, proper fighters because fighters know how to treat them. You know, rather than just getting two 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 novices going all out, because then they're not learning anything and uh, they find it so hard they don't want to come back for a second dose of it. So you know, it's all about taking your time, knowing where you are, and just uh, asking asking people for help. You know, kindness. Kindness wins everything, you know, and uh, you, know, you can go in the roughest of gyms and you can look at people and they might have looks on the face to kill you, you know, but, you know, when you talk to these people and you're civil to them and ask for their help, they will. You know, it's a professional sport. All boxers, they know what they know what they've got to go through. So, you know, if they can help anybody and, you know, be kind to them, they will and assist them. So that's it. But um, I think if you're not, if you're not doing this sport as a professional sport, you're not getting paid. Why do you want to be punched in the face? <laughs> you know, you can, enjoy, you can enjoy the sport by, by participating in the training, uh, doing all of that, and just enjoying it, you know, and uh, 
do some body sparring. And yes, yeah, head guards on, you know, do some sparring. But it, this game's all about levels. It's not about bullying people. You know, it's about uh, respecting everybody and, you know, and, you know, letting people enjoy that experience. We, not, we have people coming to the gym, you know, and they, they do come to the gym from time to time. And, uh, you know, and I'll take them on the pads and stuff, you know, I'll do little things with them, you know. And they say to me, oh, Pete, you know, how much do I owe you? You know, I'm not interested in, I don't do sessions. I'm not a fitness instructor. So, you know, I just do it because I communicate with the fans and I don't mind, you know. And it's, it's a nice experience for them as well when I get the time. You know, I'll fit the odd people in when I can. But it's, uh, that's the only advice I'd give, you know. If you like boxing and you want to do some, do it like that. Enjoy it. So that was you giving advice out. Along in your career, as in, in, in the career you've had in boxing, sorry, have anyone ever given you advice? And is there anything ever stuck in your head? I've been given plenty of advice over the years. I've been in amateur gyms, pro gyms. I've been everywhere, you know, as a young lad growing up. But uh, it's, it's, you can have the best advice in the world to see if you want to take it. It's what you want to do with it. That's the thing. You know, my life was different. I, you know, I... You know, boxing for me was like a play thing, you know, going to the gym with my brothers, you know, not about, you know, never really thought of anything else really. So it wasn't really uh, my thing to be dedicated to boxing, you know, growing up. You know, I had, uh, I had other plans going up and down in this mad brain. So that was, uh, that was it really. But no, it's all about enjoying it. And I suppose um, it's, you just know what you know, don't you? If you, if you know boxing, you know boxing. You can't, can't train fighters by reading a manual. You can't be a fighter by reading a manual. So it's all about learning, being dedicated, and it's what you want in your life. You know, if you can't, I've seen, I've seen many, many fabulous talents uh, come through gyms, yeah? And they've trained like world champions, they sparred like world champions, but they're nowhere. They haven't gone anywhere because that whole 100% commitment isn't there. You know, boxing has got to be a way of life and that's what, that's what your career is. So that's it. Whether somebody's going to be a policeman, a fireman, uh, in the Navy, that's your career. So you stick with it. So that's the thing. So if you want success, you know, you can't, you've heard that saying, you can't be a jack of all trades. You've got to stick to one thing and dedicate. Nothing's easy in life. The main thing is, you know, it's blood, sweat and tears, isn't it, in, uh, in the fight game? So I suppose in, in all walks of life, in any business you're doing, you know, to be, to come from nothing and start from nothing and be a self-made person or, you know, and struggle and go through struggles in life, that's the key, isn't it? You know, nothing's, nothing's given, you know. The only thing you can get given is a lottery and you've been lucky. And I play the lottery every month, by the way. I must spend 200 quid a month on it. I've won <laughs> absolutely zero. They keep sending me things on me. Well, you've won £2.50. I'm thinking, I've won £4. I've won £2.50. I'm thinking, I must have fucking spent £40, £50 last week. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, it just comes back to the bank. So I need two bags. I don't miss it. But like I say, oh. yeah, unless you can win something, everything's hard work, isn't it? You've got to wait for what you want in life. Certainly have. No, and that's something my mum and dad always say to me, you know, if you want something in life, you just got to go out and work hard for it and dedicate to it, you know. And as you say, 
no one's going to give you anything in this world you, unless, you, like you said, the lottery. And I've played it as well, and I've, I win fuck all, all the time. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's right. You know, it's like anything in life. You've just got to work hard and get stuck in. And, you know, same within business, same in boxing. You've got to put fires out. There's fires erupting everywhere. You're a fireman with a hose, and you've got to keep putting them out. You know, it's, it's life. And uh, you, just, you just roll with the punches, as they say. Keep going. Good days, bad days, like everybody else. That's everyone. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you there, mate. I agree with you there. Yeah. Now, away from boxing for a minute, I, on your Instagram, there's a few pictures of some old vintage cars as well. Is that something you've got a passion in? Yeah, I like the old vintage cars. Uh, you know, yeah, I've had quite a few of them. Um, I've got quite a few old cars, actually. As, a, as a, You know, I have. I like them. So I'm buying stuff. <laughs> I just buy probably I don't know I don't look for stuff but they just come my way for some reason you know people ring me up and say Peter what do you think of this or show me a video they'll say yeah go on I'll have that <laughs> you know, <laughs> one of them. but I've got, I've got I've actually got vehicles yeah a lot, not a lot of people know this is a good question you've asked but I have got vehicles dotted all up and down this country on people's places because I've got nowhere to put them you know I've got no uh, space so uh, this is the problem but no I like old cars, yeah. I like, um, I like old stuff. I like antiques. Uh, I'm not into modern stuff. I like history. I like old buildings. You know, I'm not into uh, concrete buildings. I'm not into uh, IKEA buildings, nothing like that. I can't stand all that. So to me, they're just blots on the planet. So I like, uh, I like old stuff, early stuff. 1415, Edwardian stuff, you know, whatever, the 1800s and all yeah. that, the streets, you know, the old Victorian lampposts. I'm into all of that stuff. I like all that. Have you visited the William Shakespeare, like the whole exhibition around that, that area? You know what? I went to go into the William Shakespeare thing and uh, I looked through the window and I, I don't know what happened. I think it was shut. I know I never went to get it. I never got to go in it, but I haven't been in it, the answer is. I know where it is. I've been past it 50 times, yeah. but I, I have not been in there. I went there for the first time a couple of a couple of months ago, and it was it's one of them places. I was just speechless. I found myself taking photos constantly because I'm similar to yourself. I love old stuff and retro, and and the whole place was like we just went back in time. It was amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, that's nice as well, Oxford. Yes, uh, down the river there, that park. There's some lovely places, Blenheim Palace, lovely. You know, very nice, especially this time of year. So back into boxing, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions, if that's OK with you. And then at the end of this, we are going to do a thing where build your ideal boxer. But we'll get to that when we get to it. So first of all, I'd like to know, who is your favourite ever boxer? I've asked this a lot of times and I can't give you one. I've got so many. And I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't go and put errors against errors either. The best of that era is the best of that era, and people need to respect that. You know, the best man of his time, you can only beat who's in front of you at that time. You can't put past and forward errors and mix them up. So I'm not into doing that. So uh, I find that a bit disrespecting the old-time fighters. So I've got so many, going back to Jack Johnson and, uh, you know, and onwards, and even before then. You know, I've, uh, I do know me boxing. I know a lot about the history of it as well. So I've got too many, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvin Agler, Roberto Duran, you know, same as anybody else, really. 
you know, all the, I will say all the good ones. I can't pick one out of the other. Sugar Ray Leonard was exceptional for me. You know, Ali as well. Um, Larry Holmes. Uh, there's loads of them, isn't he? You know, and uh, Carlos Monzon. You know, some great, great fighters. That's just to, to list what's coming off my mind, you know. There's prob I've probably got, there's loads anyway. And what about... Me answer is I can't give you one. And what about uh, ones to look out for for the future? Have you got a couple of names you can throw out and tell us to keep our eyes out for? To be honest now, at the time of life I'm in, I don't really, I don't really look at other people's talent. I don't really look at anything because I'm busy with my own fighters. You know, I just want to get where I'm going, look at my own fighters. I enjoy watching good fights on the TV. I enjoyed the fight the other night. Who fought the other night? No, my mind's going again. But I watched that. That just as bad. <laughs> but yeah. So a very good fight. Uh, can't think again. But it was only last week. Um, but that was good. So I enjoy good fights and watching them like anybody else. You know, I'll sit there and really enjoy good fights. So, you know, that's it. I respect people's talent, you know. I will look at it. But I have to spot talent and say, oh, I think he's coming, that's coming. I'm not interested. I just, I'm just looking at my own fighters and dealing what they've got to deal with. I'm too busy doing that, to be honest. <laughs> so let's get to the last bit now, Peter. So what I would like you to do is we're going to build an ideal boxer. So we're going to start with the head and then we're going to get to the body and then we're going to have the left arm, then we're going to have the right arm, you know, like the, and then we're going to work on the footwork. So for the head, who would you say has got the best ring knowledge? The best ring knowledge? Um, well, that's an easy one. All the elite fighters, all of the top world champions. Because you've got to have got to have IQ of course you have. knowledge to be where you are. So, you know, to be a world champion and, you know, and a reigning world champion and doing your thing, you know, you, you, you've got to have that knowledge. So there's your answer right there. There's, again, pick them, pick them. They're all, they're all clever people. Very clever. Uh, who would you say has got the best jab in the game? Uh... Difficult to say. I can't really, can't really answer that, actually. The best jab? I don't know. Dude. Some fighters could have a really good jab, but they don't use it so much. So, another, you know, so I can't, can't really tell you who's really got an outstanding jab. That's fair enough. And who would you say, is, what about footwork on footwork? Who, whose footwork would you say just blew you away? You know, a lot of people will say, and you've got to agree with it, the Lomachenko of the world, you know? We've had that twice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. got to say that man's footwork and, um, you know, a new six-foot work as well. You know, sublime footwork. But then again, he's got the same trainer as Lomachenko, hasn't he? So, you know, so, uh, you know, yeah, great footwork. There's plenty of fighters with good footwork. I just can't think of them in my mind. So, you know, but yeah. It's all right. Before before I leave you, I just want to say thank you very much for giving up your time. And I can honestly speak to you for hours. I've enjoyed it. And uh, you're someone who's just got a real passion and a love for boxing. And that's there for everyone to see. And yeah. 
I, a lot of people have said it. You're one of the nicest people in boxing. And just by chatting to you, I've had a real, I've really enjoyed that. And I just want to say thank you very much. No, you're very welcome. Man. You know, you know if I, as soon as I get the time, you know, don't get me wrong. I keep coming. I keep saying I'm coming. All of a sudden, somebody will ring me, you know, and I'll be on a call and I'll miss it. So, uh, you know, luckily I've got on this. So, uh, like I said, if I can get on them, I will get on them. I do the best I can, really. It's just, uh, it's just a time. It's all, it's all over the place at the minute. But I, you know, I do enjoy, uh, do enjoy coming on and uh, speaking to the fans and stuff. It's good. And as I said, I've really enjoyed it. Is there anything you want to leave us with? Anything at all? Uh, a little bit of a little bit of uh, inspiration to anyone out there? Yeah, get all your Christmas lights up. Yeah, start celebrating Christmas because it's once a year. You know, let's enjoy it because we never know. We never know what next year is going to bring. And uh, that's how, you know, all families get together and uh, enjoy a very nice Christmas. So that's all we can do, isn't it? So that's, uh, that's, that's the thing. And relax, get as much rest. I won't say, I won't say it as much as possible because then you're suffering <laughs> in January, aren't you? But like I say, you can still enjoy it. So now I wish everybody a very nice Christmas and uh, good health and some peace to everybody. And I want to say God bless all the good people out there. And thank you very much. And God bless you as well, my friend. Thank, thank you. you very much for your time and have a lovely rest of your evening. Thank you very much. Nice speaking with you. Thank you. Very nice to speak thank to you. Thank you ever so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.